We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome. Uh, pleased to welcome in Louisville coach Chris Mack to the Good and Plenty podcast. Uh, first of all, congrats on making a repeat appearance. I mean, this is big. I've been on this before. You have. You have been on this before. You forget already. Yeah, it's not very exciting. At least you could do is shave. No, I, for you, I, I don't shave. I got my Expos oh my jersey. Gosh. Tim Raines, in honor of Tim Raines and the Hawk. Media, the, the the standards for media have gone way, way. <laughs> the pandemic has definitely helped yeah. us in our wardrobes, hasn't it? No <laughs> doubt. As if it couldn't get worse. Yeah. We, we brought it to a new level. Uh, all right. So listen, let's start with the big news. The big news is you made yourself relevant last week. Appreciate <laughs> it. Took me 50 years, huh? That's right. It took you a while. Oh, but you're finally relevant. You did it um, with a, a video, uh, almost a tribute video i think to john calipari uh you were not happy with the fact that uh cal was saying that uh you were difficult to deal with or you may not play the the annual kentucky uh louisville game you came back with a video basically going through every little detail of what had happened um and and where it was right now where does it stand are, are you and cal have you have you broken bread are you meeting where is halfway between louisville and lexington that you guys could maybe meet and break bread and, and resolve this issue we were looking for a neutral site uh opportunity but that didn't materialize so uh, we'll play at the yum center um you know i'm not going to do another video here on your podcast and uh up your followers by 50 to 100 now I'm relevant. So, um, yeah, it was frustrating, but hey, it's scheduled. Uh, we're excited to play the game. I certainly wanted to make sure my seniors got an opportunity to play. I mean, it's a, it's a great rivalry, as you know, and, uh, you know, never at one point did, did we not want to play the game. Uh, we're just trying to figure out the best way to, to go about playing it and uh, said what I said. So what was the, uh, the the response you got? I was surprised at Cal, Cal's response. I thought he'd come back a little harder on you with with, with some creativity. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can only I can only um, you know be responsible for myself. So uh, for your own actions and words. And sometimes, some days that's tougher than others. 
I, I would say that um, there wasn't much response, quite honestly. What, what you saw publicly was probably uh, what we got as well. How many followers did you gain through the, through the video? That's what I want to know. I, I, have, I have no idea, but uh, a few, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, December 26th, that's the date of the game, which to me, it really surprises me because I don't understand why you would play a game uh, that close to Christmas, first of all. It, it makes it very difficult. You can't send your kids home for Christmas, and, and it's right now a hot-button topic. I talk to coaches around the country. Some are saying we want to send our kids home for Christmas with everything that's gone on in the pandemic their parents certainly want to have the kids home for Christmas. Uh, you can't do that on December 26, obviously. Well, you see, so I, I think there, there's a misnomer that, that, you know, you have to take off those three days around Christmas. Like we're going to give our guys off after, you know, the, the Kentucky game, you know, the 27th through the 30th before we play our, um, an ACC game in the beginning of January. Uh, so we'll have enough time to give them off. And then uh, get back to practice leading up to that, that, you know, first, not, I shouldn't say first conference game, but a conference game, our first one in January. But, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, you know, it's, it's a dilemma. You know, you, you send your kids home because you feel like it's the right thing to do. Um, the, the cases that we've had uh, of the virus have been for the most part when guys have gone home. Right. Um, and, you know, the last thing we want to do is, is, is bring the, bring a couple guys back sick because, you know, by the time they get over the virus, it's a 21-day ordeal, you know, from the isolation period to the return-to-play protocol and all the heart testing that they get. Uh, not to mention, it's it's not like they're sitting there on the sideline watching what you're putting in or, uh, you know, watching, you know, what you're preparing or who you're preparing to play. They're sitting in their room. So it's just, uh, you know, and we're not going to be the only team. I just got to figure out, Jeff, if, if actually sending them home or just giving them time off is the right thing to do. Yeah. And again, do you want them on a, on a plane flying home? Can they drive somewhere to family? Um, it's, it's difficult. What, hey, one more question that I know a lot of people have for you, and then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be done with the Calipari uh, topic. I promise. What, what's your relationship like with him? I think that's what surprised a lot of people that you put out the video and, and people wondering, well, is this something where they've got some good – like, I think it's great for the Kentucky-Louisville rivalry. I, I think it's much needed. At the end of Patino-Cal, it got really boring. It, it well, really we appreciate did. your input on that. Yeah. Well, no, I mean – Your input, you know. Yeah, we need to spice it up, and, and you've done that. So, I, I like it. But what what's your is your relationship just kind of see him at a gym and, and you'll talk to him for a few minutes? What's it been like? What is it? So to be honest, when I first got the job here, it didn't have much of a relationship. You know, he um, obviously was the assistant coach that recruited Sean Miller, my old boss. So, you know, some events that we would play, we had a uh, um, couple events that we played Memphis in, you know, I, I saw him a little bit. I obviously, you know, I've worked a couple fantasy camps where he's been at, um, but, you know, to, to say that it's been more than, than just cordial or, to, you know, we're, we're great friends or I knew him very well prior to uh, wouldn't be accurate. You know, I'm the, I'm the Louisville coach. You know, he's a Kentucky coach. You know, we're not, hey, come on over to the house and let, let, let's watch some Netflix. I mean, it's just it's not reality. Like I'm trying to, you know, run a program that, you know, that's an intense rivalry here in the state of Kentucky, as you know, so. Uh, it's fine. You know, I, I don't feel like 
Uh, it's contentious. I don't feel like, um, you know, there's bad blood. He may feel differently. I don't think so, but uh, I don't really spend time worrying about it. So I want you guys to absolutely hate each other. You know, like life's too short. I don't hate anybody. You know, I really don't. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I'm I, but I do. But but listen, like I I always like again the Bruce Pearl like it adds to the rivalry. Certainly, if if you know coaches aren't putting their arms around one another, it does add another element because you guys are the face of your programs too, and, and going to sustain when the players leave and everything like that. So, like, did you have a problem when LeBron James walked off the court? The other night before the end of the game with a few seconds left, I, I had no issue with it. None. I mean, anything that LeBron does is going to be like scrutinized to the highest level. You know, I'm sure there's been other games where, you know, guys have walked off the court. Hell, remember when the Pistons did it and wouldn't shake the Celtics hand. So it's like I, that that to me is not in the same in the same stratosphere. Um, again, anything that he does is, is so daggone highly scrutinized because he's one of the greatest of all time. You know, I, I didn't really pay much attention to it in terms of how I felt about it. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring even more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people, and they do it fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which is shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a, a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it and they'll see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash good. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash good. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll move off the, the, the Calipari thing now. We'll be done, I promise. All right, man. We'll, we'll move on to something. We'll move on to something far, far more uh, fun, which is scheduling. Uh, <laughs> scheduling. Look at, look at your face already. Scheduling. It, it sucks. I've called it a shit show. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to just complain, but, yeah. you know, I just felt like the NCAA. I mean, you move the season back for two weeks. I mean, it makes it makes no sense. And I keep hearing the, you know, it's about the safety of the uh, of the environment. I mean, we're practicing in the same environment for two months leading up to games. And when I go on a road trip, I don't take my team through campus. You know, so it's like we never visit the other schools' campus. Like it, it's irrelevant. You walk in the gym and you play the game. And provided the gym's a safe environment, like who cares what the campus, whether there's students there or not. There's no interaction with the visiting team. Right. So basically what you did is just made it chaos, you know, in terms of trying to schedule games when you could have just kept your original schedule. And certainly some buy games were going to be, have to be talked about because of the fact of, of no fans in a lot of places. But, um, hey, at least you would have had a starting template on this is what our schedule looks like. So it's, it's just 
it's funny. I, I didn't agree with it, Chris. Like, like two months ago, I was like, yeah, we should push it back. It sounds safer, right, to have it when all the kids leave campus for Thanksgiving. And now I, I completely regret uh, thinking that way, looking back on it and saying, like, you're right. What's the difference? Two weeks? It, it, well, there's no difference. When I, when I kept on hearing that the season was going to get pushed back, you know, I, I was thinking, like, a little bit like what the NBA is talking about for next season, like January, conference games only. And I'm not saying that that was the right decision, but that makes a little bit more sense because you're literally pushing it way back. Sure. And we're going to learn. Two weeks. What's two weeks going to do? So, like, to do it two weeks is nothing more than optics, pain in the ass and scheduling, which which wasn't needed, which wasn't needed. There's nothing unless a vaccine was created within those two weeks and distributed. Nothing changes. Yeah, nothing changes. No, you're right. You're right. So you're empty. Uh, I don't know how much you can even talk about this, but you, I know you got UNC Greensboro coming in, which is good. Wes Miller, um, they got a good team. I think you got Winthrop coming in, Duquesne. Yeah, so we have we have signed contracts back, um, you know, from Duquesne, yep. uh, from UNCG, and from Winthrop. And we have uh, a couple more that, that we feel like are, are going to be sent back today. Uh, and our event can be anywhere from four teams, you know, to ten teams. Yeah. I think we'll probably be closer to 10 than we will be to four. Really? Yeah. I mean, again, what, what the city's done for us, Jeff, in terms of like the Galt House is connected to the Yum Center. I know a lot of these places are saying, hey, it's more of a protected environment than it is a bubble. Um, but, you know, ours is going to be more bubble than it is protected. And I give people around here a lot of credit. And um, So, you know, we're excited. And uh, obviously it's going to start our season on November 25th. And, start a lot of team season here. And, and I think it's going to be uh, as successful as it can be. How many games will you get in that, in that event? How many games do you want? Well, I mean, the event itself, it could be three, it could be four. Um, you know, again, there, there could be games because the teams are here that aren't part of the MTE. Um, and and I, I think that we'll end up playing, you know, at least four um, with a possibility of a fifth game. I don't know that right now. It's still, I don't say pretty early because it's October 7th, but uh, it's still pretty early as, as we're getting some of these contracts back. I'm just glad you've got Dino Gotti on this case and, and not you. He's worked his tail off, man. You know, everybody had, I mean, people don't realize calls. scheduling right now, how brutal it is. And, and again, when I call it a shit show, I'm not blaming it on anybody specifically that we're in this point um, other than maybe the NCAA, but yeah, I was going to um, say, you know, you but, but I'm, what I'm saying is like, Again, it is what it is. All this I gotta plug in here before I lose you. You know, I'm, uh, making sure the power's up. All right. All right. Yeah, you don't want to. Then you Actually, will not get a third. You won't get a third appearance. Just so you know, you, you got to be prepared you. for the the good and plenty pod. You better be well prepared. Yeah. Um, so anyway, your wife, your daughter, what? who watches this anyway? Your kids. Oh, my kids. Yeah, I think so. What? So, so give me give me the latest. Your your daughters, you, you got two playing volleyball. They're on the same team, you told me before we started. Yeah. Um, and your son, his, his basketball acumen was not very high last time I saw him when I was in Louisville a couple of years ago. Yeah, right now, he it's, he's doing great. You know, th- this is the time where he's trying to figure out what he wants to be for Halloween. Um, you know, so he's, he's flushing. I, I have a great idea. I got a great idea for him. If it doesn't involve Minecraft, it's going to. John Calipari. Can he dress up as Cal? 
probably, yeah, yeah, he probably could. I wouldn't let him in the house, but uh, he probably could. Um, so your two girls are on the same volleyball team. Competitive? Like, what, what's that like? Yeah, no, my, my kids, get they get along great. You know, I mean, obviously they have their sister-sister moments, but um, they're, they're really, really connected at the hip and really good friends, and they play different positions. So my freshman, um, Haley, she made JV. Uh, my sophomore, Laney's on JV as well. So the fact that they get to play together is really cool. And even better uh, for mom and dad not to have to go to all different game times. We can show up for the JV game and, you know, knock two birds out with one stone. I still don't understand. So, so my daughter, Talia, not a big athlete, but played volleyball last year. And I still don't understand all the little intricacies and the rules of like, first of all, got to get it over on the third hit. No, I get that. I get that dumbass. All right. Like (laughs) what I don't get is the, 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 like when they come out of the game and into the game, they got to do that, like the hand thing. And it takes forever sometimes. Why can't they just do it and get the hell in and out? Like, Something to do to do with the umpire, referee, writing everything down. And sometimes you have kids working the scores tables. They're a little slow on the uh, on the take, but I've learned a lot. You know, my kids have been playing now for for quite a while, both club season and, and doing the uh, high school thing now. So I I've learned a lot. You know, just just watching. It's sort of cool because I, I didn't know much about volleyball other than you know spike, you know, and, yeah. and a dig, and and now I've learned a lot and. Um, you know, I'm still sort of quiet at the games, but just supporting my kids. But it's it's a really cool sport when you get to know it more than just hitting the ball over the net. So uh, here's a random one. Your favorite Bill Murray story since he's been around uh, you and the program. Uh, and you can't tell the one when he went off on me. You weren't you weren't there. I don't think for that one. It was before your game at Madison Square Garden. And he absolutely crushed me. For, really? Yeah. You don't remember this? It's pretty good. It was, no, I don't, I don't it was something this. involving his memory is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, I, like I Miles Davis. Yeah, Miles, yeah. Right? Like I said something about Miles Davis when he got um, dismissed removed. from, yeah, yeah, removed from the team on SportsCenter. He remembered it. I don't even remember saying it, but but his memory and, and how this is built up here for him is in, insane. So he started yeah. yelling at me before the game, Madison Square Garden. It's pretty fun. Yeah. What do you I got? It. I did. I, I would, you know, I've got a lot of a lot of stories. Um, some of them are secondhand. You know, my wife's gone out to eat with him and stuff, and you know, she would come back and say, "You're not going to believe this." Um, but I think one of the, the the coolest things was, you know, I'm in my office. Uh, Luke hasn't been on staff very long. Um, I think it's the first, maybe the second time that I've met him. And he comes walking in my office unannounced. Like, I didn't know that, you know, a lot of times you don't know when Bill's coming to town. You know, he just sort of pops in or in the locker room right before the game. You know, when you're writing down notes on the dry erase board, that's always a good one. (laughs) But he walks into my office and, you know, one thing leads to another. He's asking me questions and it's, you know, off season. So it's a little bit more laid back. And somehow he finds a putter. And so, you know, he asked me to start putting down the hallway a little bit and I'm putting and he's correcting my form, you know, like you have to do this, you know, when you're putting. And at one point I stopped and I'm thinking like, this is a dude from Caddyshack <laughs> giving me lessons in putting, you know, and 
you know, I'm 50. So like Caddyshack was right in my wheelhouse. Like I literally have every line memorized, you know, and, and I always have, and I'm, I'm sitting there thinking like, this is, this is really like, what, what's like, happening ever. Right. Uh, yeah, this is happening. You know, right. I want to have all my friends that I've ever met, like watching Bill Murray, give me putting lessons, uh, which, you know, aren't going to help anyway, but, uh, do you, do you buy, Hey, do you buy that Lucas never watched Caddyshack or has he no. since? No, I don't. I don't buy that. I don't either. I think he's full of crap on that one. I yeah. think he's watched it. I think he's watched it. We won't tell him. I mean, maybe he turned it off, but you can't say you've never watched it. I know. It. How could you not have watched it? I mean, yeah. I know he's younger than us, but first of all, it's, it's your dad. It's yep. arguably the most uh, well-renowned movie he's ever done. Uh, hilarious. But anyway, all right. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. NFL futures, Kansas City Chiefs struggled a little bit with the Patriots, but plus 350. Ravens and Lamar Jackson, plus 600. Russell Wilson having an MVP type year, plus 800 with the Seahawks. The Packers, plus 850. Tampa Bay, plus 1200. And the Patriots, plus 3,500. Bet online going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on the season opening bonuses today. Start off wagering to win uh, division and championship futures. Head to bet online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Strikes Off topic. Up there. Yeah. This is what we do on this podcast. Just go anywhere. Absolutely anywhere. That's probably why nobody listens. You know, the, the thing about, about Bill is, he, you know, a lot of his movies have been rated R. So it's like, you know, for a while, my kids would be like, and I'd say, hey, this, this is, you know, Luke's dad is a big deal. Well, can I watch any of his movies? No. You know, we don't. not yet. Old enough. Yeah. Right. Hell no. I'm not, I'm not showing stripes. I'm not showing Caddyshack. You know, Groundhog Day sort of. You know, is is on the fence. You know, there's a couple scenes there, but uh, you know, they, they they get it now. By the way, speaking of girls, as you know, my my daughter's a little bit older than your girls, so Talia just got her license about Ooh. three weeks ago. Yeah, that's not happening in the Mac household. Not until they're 21. You got this Life 360 app. It's like the greatest thing ever, where you can you know you can track where they are through their phone, not only where they are. But also, oh, that's, how- a hell- that's a great parent. Yeah. 360 degrees. Want to make sure I know where you are every step of the way. Listen, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. Yeah, but between. didn't have that when I was a kid. I no, tell- you'd be in trouble. They, you can also tell how fast they're going on the app. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a little, little scary. All right. Um, what do you think this season's going to look like? Like, if, if your best guess, and it's a guess, we, we have no idea at this point, but do you think. Is it a good season? If I told you right now, sign on the dotted line, you're going to play 20 games. Are you taking that and running with it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And I say that because it's not just you. Obviously, it's your future opponents. Right. Games come a lot quicker than they do in football. You know, you could play Saturday, you know, Tuesday, Saturday. And uh, if any one of your opponents – or, or yourself, you know, has to quarantine, like, and you're out however many days, 21 days, that's a lot of games you're missing. And then, you you know, you got a lot of opponents are in the same boat. So uh, I, I think it may um, 
you know, have more bumps in the road than the NFL and Major League Baseball, which, you know, have, have had their share, uh, especially baseball more in the beginning. Um, you know, football, we're in the beginning, so we're, we're just seeing stuff happen now. But, uh, you know, unless people are going to change some of the way that we deal with guys getting exposed and, and having to quarantine, if that doesn't change a whole lot, there's going to be uh, there's going to be some teams sitting. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you're right. I think if, if everyone can get 20 games and an NCAA tournament, that's that's a pretty successful year this year. Yeah. You know, I think, again, I, the hard part for me is still that there's no um, – there's no common ground with, with a lot of this. Everything's different. I know it's got to be. Everybody's in a different state. Every school's got um, different have protocols. To doesn't um, have to be. I wouldn't make that an absolute. It doesn't have to be. So would you do that? Would you, would you try to make it consistent among – now, again, not everybody can test the same. Now, maybe the NCAA can throw in some money for testing – they make nine hundred and fifty million on the NCAA I you were, tournament. I thought you were taking it up even even higher when I said it doesn't have to be. I, if you're talking about at the NCAA level, yeah. sure, you you can keep that consistent. I thought you were talking about governors and politicians. No, and, I don't even want to get into that shit. Involved. I'm not Couldn't even. Be, yeah, but it's not. Yeah, I, I I was talking more of could the NCAA make it consistent? They'd have to pour some money into it. Well, that's 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 the rub of it. So you're going to have schools that, you know, if those standards are, are extremely high, um, you already have enough um, struggle right now for, for low and mid-major teams to even field a team. And, you know, teams are uh, – universities are cutting sports, I mean, furloughing people left and right. So to say, hey, we're going to uh, make the standard here and think that those teams are going to be able to meet it from a testing standpoint, uh, just not possible unless – you know, schools like ours are helping these teams. One more thing that I'm, then I'm going to get to your team. Um, next week, there's probably going to be a vote with the D1 council on every uh, player, student athlete in winter sports, getting their year back, basically getting an additional year of eligibility. Uh, like it, don't like it. Um, where are you with that? Um, I mean, I like it. I think every school is going to have their, their own unique decision to make. Because just because, you know, let's say a team has five seniors, it doesn't mean that university is going to bring back all five seniors and have 18 kids on scholarship. I mean, it just uh, the, the financials of that aren't, aren't a reality for some schools, just as we talked about it before. So, um, you know, for us, you know, I'd love to have a couple of those guys back. Uh, you know, other guys are going to have another year of eligibility. We'll see how that sort of, you know, plays out over time. Um I don't know if it'll be a big, have a big impact on Louisville just because of what our roster, you know, currently looks like the seniors that we have and whatnot. But, um, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, I don't think it'd be as big of an impact as people think. I agree. I mean, I think you'll have like one player a team, maybe that it impacts, right? I mean, if you got four seniors, how most of them want, want to be done anyway, especially at your level, they want to play pro whether it's overseas or in the NBA, they want out. I think it's going to affect the, the mids more because let's say a, a, a kid plays 15 games this year and gets another year and, and a high like you wants to go after the best player at whatever. I'm not even going to say the name. Well, of it's going to produce a lot of grad transfers because even though these kids are yep. 
um, you know, getting another year of eligibility. They were in school during that time, you know, another 30 credit hours that they've accrued. And you're going to have a lot of kids graduating on time with an extra year of eligibility uh, down the road, you know, every year, really. All right. It's funny. The, the crazy thing is, this is like the first week that I've done the pod and actually talked basketball a little bit or wanted to. I, I felt like yeah. before, well, I just felt like before this, it was like so many other things going on, yeah. almost like not the reality that basketball is going to be played soon. Yeah. Um, so with, with that, I guess your team this year, uh, you, you've got a lot of talented kids that we don't know completely what to expect, right? David Johnson showed flashes last year, but didn't, I mean, again, part, part because he was hurt in the preseason, never was able to kind of uh, do what you wanted him to do or what you thought he might do. Uh, Samuel Williamson, terrific, terrific player. Now we'll have an expanded role. Uh, Carly Jones, you know, probably maybe as good a, gr- a grad transfer as, as there was in the off season, but with the caveat of, Every grad transfer that goes up a level, pretty much for the most part, you cut their production in half when they go mid to high. There are exceptions to the rule, but when I did a study this months ago, that's basically what it was. You know, kids average. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be the the gloom and doom guy. You did. You did a study. I did a full study. Wow, full study. It was pretty good. You, you, you sure should Tally see didn't it. do that. She did not. She did not do the study. She does not have the. Uh, um, the, the, the bandwidth to do a study like that yet, but no, it's true. Like, like I think overall guys average about 12 points a game overall from 50 players that went up a level. And when they went up a level at their new spot, they averaged like six points a game on average. Now, again, Carly Jones, obviously a little bit different level player, uh, a player of the year guy at Radford, I, I guess, what, what are your expectations for some of these guys this year, and what are the overall expectations for this team? I'm really excited about our team. You know, I've seen them – I've seen our team since June 1st. Granted, they've had masks on all of our workouts, and uh, that's taken some time to get used to. Uh, but, I, I, you know, our team's going to look a lot different than it did a year ago. You know, we had so many guys that were in their fifth year of college basketball. You know, we were one of the oldest teams. Uh, in the country last year, you know, from Ryan McMahon, Dwayne Sutton, Stephen Enoch, Fresh Kimball. We had like four or five guys that were in their fifth year of college basketball. And, um, you know, we were the beneficiary of that. You know, we've got a lot of guys that aren't household names. You know, you mentioned a few of them. But, um, you know, outside of just not having a ton of experience, it doesn't mean they don't have a lot of ability and uh, are hungry to have a really good year. You know, I think David's got to make, um, a big leap for us, especially in consistency yeah. and his turnovers down. You know, you're not a great playmaker if, if for every play that you make, you know, you're making a negative one too. You know, that there's, you know, it's, it's risk reward. You know, we want the reward. We don't want the risk part. You know, we want to make sure that he's making really good decisions. I think having a guy like Carleek next to him uh, makes David an even better player. We can get him out in transition uh, a little bit more. Uh, advance the ball up to him. He's he's a phenomenal athlete at the rim, and I don't think he's ever necessarily played with a with a, a pure point guard. You know, and I, I really don't care what that study says. Carly Jones is a terrific player. Yeah, I mean, he's special, and uh, I think Cardinal fans are gonna love what he brings to the table. Uh, he's been our most consistent and our best player in the preseason and in the summer. Um, you know, I think our leadership with Malik Williams. 
maybe one of the best leaders, especially for a big guy. You don't really find big guys that lead. And those guys have to be your, your, your voice on the floor defensively because they see everybody. You know, they're, they're usually around the basket first to start a possession so they can see the floor. His intelligence, his experience, his toughness uh, is unmatched. I mean, he's just – he's the rock that you want defensively, and he's gotten much better offensively through his time. I think Sam's going to have to make a big jump uh, for us uh, on both ends of the floor. And then, you know, we've got a lot of guys, Jeff, from five to nine that are trying to separate themselves. Yeah. But I think I think a lot of them are going to be contributors. I just don't know at this point um, to what level we you know they're going to be consistent. And um, but I like our, I like our pieces. I really do. I love the guys that I'm coaching. And we got great kids, high high integrity and character. David David will play mostly with the ball in his hands, and Carleek, It sounds like will play primarily off the ball or or is it kind of whoever gets it goes a little, bit, a little bit of both yeah a little bit of both we have to have some organization to what we're doing so we don't have two guys asking for outlets and nobody down the floor but um you know I, I just think it when you say okay this is the point guard and this is this is a guy that has a ball in their hands like i i don't know it's just basketball you know it's basketball both of those guys are going to be involved in um you know in pick and roll uh, both of those guys are going to be asked to score the ball at times uh, they both need to be good, really good defensive players for us. Uh, there, there's going to be a lot on their shoulders. Joe Burrow, what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, he's awesome, isn't he? You love him, don't you? Oh, how could you not? He sits. No, the- he's no Kenny Anderson, though. He's no Ken Anderson. And not yet. He's only played four games. You know. I'm kidding. Um, he's going to bring the Bengals back to relevance, like like your video did for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I would say that, like, oh, man, he just got so much composure. He does. Man, you know, it's, it, he he is so fun to watch. And, you know, a couple uh, things that he made, a couple things he did, he did on Sunday, I mean, it just looked like he was about to get sacked on a second or third down, and he spins out of it and gets a first down. Doesn't know how to slide yet. You know, I don't think he slid a whole lot at Ellis. Yeah. But uh, supreme confidence. You know, and I think the best athletes have that without being so arrogant. They turn off their teammates. You know, he just seems like a good kid. Dude, everybody on the team talks about how, you know, they love him and they believe in him. And so, you know, it's it's more than one guy, though. We we, we need some other guys. You got to start there. I mean, that's where you start. You, you get a, a cornerstone quarterback. Yeah. Uh, you can't win without that, generally. So if you have yeah. that, at least, then. They're not going to win a ton of games right now, but at least, you know, you throw them in the fire and they get better. And Excited, man. I, I know you are. Exciting. You should be. You should yeah. be. Kind of like they're excited here about the the Brian Hoyer-Jared Stidham uh, combo. And yeah, everything. yeah. That was exciting the other night. You know what? You guys deserve that for all those championships you've won. you got to have some lean years here. Listen, don't don't tell me because I, I don't like <laughs> Belichick. So I'm I'm fine with them losing. Yeah, I want to don't like a guy that all he does is win Super Bowls. I, no, I respect I him. Listen, I respect Belichick. I think he's an incredible coach. But if okay, you had that's to cover, it. That's if, it right there. If you had to cover a Bill Belichick press conference, which I did years ago, luckily I haven't in, in many years. Right. It, it's it's as painful as it gets. Hey, so what? His job is to what? Win games. Win games. Chips. He's done it at all costs. Yeah. Yes, he right. has. At all costs. Whatever it's taken, Bill yeah. Belichick's done it. 
little spy gate deflating the ball. You yeah, know, a few gates. What, what's what's <laughs> what's wrong with a few gates? Right, right. right. All right, so I'm going to leave you on this note. I, I've heard. I know you need more teams for your MTV, MTE, okay. MTV, MTV. I was going to call it. Yeah. Uh, I heard Iona's looking. So. Just oh so. yeah. Yeah. I haven't gotten any phone calls from anybody from my own. All right. All right. Listen, we'll, we'll end it on that note. I don't need to get, we, we don't need another video. We don't need another <laughs> appreciate video here. That. Thank you. So Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, listen, the only, the only other major change for me during the pandemic, um, I started it by driving to Dunkin' Donuts with my daughter uh, every day because she had a yeah. permit. I've now abandoned Dunkin' Donuts. I'm done. I get the Starbucks in the, in the, in the store. I don't like Starbucks in the in in the actual store, but in the grocery store, they're different. They're much better. Yeah, you're a stuck up Starbucks guy. Huh? No, have you tried have you tried Starbucks in the bottles? No. Try them. I'm telling you, try them. I'm sure they're cheap, right? No, they're not cheap. Yeah, they're like four fifty. I bet you know, like a compl- All you're paying for is marketing. I'm telling you, they're good. Right there, boom. They're really good. Right, on that note, $2 coffee. Listen, it's not $2. Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> is not $2. I wish right, it was. $2.79, but we're right there. Well, if you get it between the hours, I think of like, aren't there some, right, certain things if you get it between like 1 and 3 o'clock? Yeah, I'm like not $2. that. I'm, I'm only going one time early in the morning. And is it? Yeah, I get the, you know, the biggest one they have. Yeah, but then it melts. You got to drink it quick. I got, I got the melts. Starbucks thing. The Starbucks thing in here. Melts. I mean, what I get is hot coffee. I'm not getting those. You don't put ice. Thanks with all that. You don't get it with a ton of ice. No, I don't get it with any ice. Get a hot coffee. Are you you it, hot. Oh, like, we're out of here. Forget this. This is over. You're not coming back on. <laughs> later. Thanks, man. All right. See you, man. All right. Later. The headlines remind us daily: the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-Month Emergency Food Kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.